0: Do you want me to introduce this
1: of Life is Wonderful. Love podcast, where your EQ is your IQ, where we talk about recovery, emotional intelligence, healing. Do you want to live your best life? Of course, you do. Now, out the 12 Steps to Explain course, a course designed to get you through the steps of recovery in 90 days, saves you time, saves you money. innovative, creative. It's a new way to approach recovery. Also you got recovery coaching. I can guide you through the course. I can guide you through those emotional issues, through those recovery issues, through on any of those stumbling blocks. Call me Hugo V. Today, we have from New York, Janelle. Santana, how are you doing?
0: I'm doing great. And you?
1: Doing well. Well, let's just get into it. Tell the audience one thing you love.
0: One thing that I love about myself is me. I love me. I'm in love with me. I'm in love with helping those on their journey to self-care, I love to teach what I most need to learn when it comes to self-care. That I know you said one thing, but it's like a million things that I love about myself and about my journey, and most importantly, how I'm helping others along their journey. Excellent. Well, let's just dive straight in. Question number one, recovery coaching.
1: You're a recovery coach. You're also a substance abuse coach. Tell us like the difference between a recovery substance abuse coach compared to like a sponsor or what someone else would get with you.
0: As as a substance abuse recovery coach, I help more with harm reduction. So I'm that coach that gets in and asks, what works for you? Not what I think works for you or not what I want to work with, work for you. I really sit down with you and I ask you what works for you. Even if a client says that they use X amount of drugs, I reduce that harm. That is my goal as a substance abuse recovery coach is to reduce the harm In a way that the client has control of. And eventually what happens is when you give a client power, they feel empowered and they want to stop using illegal or legal substances. A sponsor is someone who you meet in the rooms. And when I say rooms, I mean NA or AA, and they also are guides. They are a tool just as I'm a tool and they help you and they know exactly where you've been. I don't have life experiences with illegal substances. Um, I do have a family member who died of a drug overdose, and that family member is my father. So- that is the difference between coaching. Um, even with going to therapy, you sit and you speak with your therapist about childhood traumas and they um, motivate you to do better. So being a social worker and a substance recovery coach, I actually have an advantage and um, I, I can understand what It is to live with an addict, growing up with an addict. Um, Those traumatic events that I've gone through as a child, I can help a client when they're discussing more like what their children or what their spouse or someone they love um, have gone through while living. Because when a person uses, it's not just the person using, it's the traumatic events surrounding the drug use.
1: Right. It is. Uh, everybody gets affected, and everybody then needs to heal. All right. Let's talk about since you brought it up there in question one, fentanyl. This is question two. We're going to talk about fentanyl. We're going to talk about drug overdoses. You know, now here in this country, last year we had over a hundred thousand drug overdoses. Many of those attributed to fentanyl, and how this is a real epidemic. And each month, each year, it's only gonna keep getting worse. Try to talk to the audience or America what's happening in New York, what's happening elsewhere that you see, and how dangerous is fentanyl?
0: Fentanyl is extremely dangerous. As I've stated, I lost my dad to a drug overdose. Um, actually, May eleventh, twenty twenty-one. So it wasn't that long ago. And my father's drug of choice was heroin. But guess what? He didn't die of a heroin overdose. He actually died of a fentanyl and tramadol overdose, which are both opioids. Um, what we're dealing with is children getting a hold of their parents' opioids. Whether it's over, the, it's um, prescribed to them, or they purchased the drug on the street. Um, if people are ingesting this stuff or getting it on their skin, they can potentially overdose as well. Um, the opioid reversal Narcan, um, which is given, we in New York there's a shortage on that. We are really, really battling an epidemic. And when we call it an epidemic, as you know, Hugo, that means it's not just affecting a certain race or a certain community. An epidemic means it's everywhere. And as some of us know, we just finished a pandemic, but the opioid epidemic is rising minute by minute. As we're speaking on this call, on this live um, there is at least maybe about five people who just overdosed off of fentanyl.
1: Yeah, it's incredibly sad. And we just need to have more people talk about it, especially the people that have been affected, whether they were the ones using or the ones that just lost a family member. And my condolences go out to you and your family because no one wants to find out that a family member OD'd. Just that whole shock. Let's let's go straight into uh, question three. Question three is: You talk a lot about self-care. Your podcast is even called has self-care in the title. You have a book now. The book is talks about hard truths, but talk to us about self-care, hard truths, and any other words that really have significance in your life.
0: So this is what I want to tell you guys, that self-care is not getting your hand nails done and sitting in a barbershop. That is self-maintenance. Self-care is taking care of yourself through through your inside, right? Your mind, body, and soul. You want to feed all these things with as much of self-care as you need to. And the way that you do that is learning how to say No using no as a complete sentence. Self-care is not being a people pleaser, not trying to please everyone and not please your own self or continuous trying to please everyone. And you just can't satisfy them. Um, Self-care is, you know, setting boundaries without consequences. You have to set a boundary with a consequence. So people will think twice before they cross your boundary. Um, also I am an author of the hard truths about self-care and this right, this book is heaven sent. These are 10 areas of self-care that we all can, can utilize every day. My book, I, I guarantee you could read it in one day, but this is a tool. So you may not need the tool every second of the day, but there's times during the day and during the week. You need the two, and you grab this book. Um, one of the um, the inserts in here: "Stop being a doormat. Stop allowing others to just walk all over you." And this book will help you because not only am I just. Um, reading, I not only did I just write a book, I also in the book it says, Jot down a time when you were a doormat. Jot down a time when you decided not to be a doormat. Um, the hard truths about self care is just the hard truths that none of us realize that we need it along our journey.
1: Oh, I appreciate it. And I agree with you. Self care starts with each person looking in the mirror. And going, okay, what do I need to do? What does, I just did a daily recovery tip on health, you know, all types of health, physical, emotional, financial, spiritual, mm-hmm. and that is self care. So, any last words of wisdom you want to impart on the audience?
0: Absolutely. What I want to tell the audience is no matter what comes your way, you come first. You have to set your intentions, create the perfect life for you. That's how you take care of you. Always, 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 you go point the finger inward. Try to stop pointing the finger outward and you will feel so much better because you'll know what you did wrong to get you in some of those situations that you have been, not that we've done everything wrong, but there's certain people, places, and things that we have no business to be around or to indulge in. So that would be my tip.
1: Uh, Thank you. I appreciate your time, your wisdom, your insights. And with that, we will end this episode of lifeiswonderful.love podcast.